Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you have arrived just in time for the final drink of the week of season three. That's right. We are wrapping season three up today. We are going to be giving you a double shot. So don't you worry. We're going to be letting you know our hopes and our dreams for season four. We're going to be covering, of course, your thirst world problems. And we're also going to get into the ongoing issues in India and talking about the farming protests. Before we do that, you know we kick off the episodes with a drink of the week. And as such, we are going to be talking about the Pear Whiskey Press. Now for us, whenever we go to a bar locally here and you order a press, what you're going to be getting is a spirit combined with water, whether it be mineral water, well water. You can be specific about the type of water that you want, but that is generally what you're getting. Basically, a little water to help your spirit go down. Outside of our little domain, what may happen when you order a press is you may be getting soda water as well as a lime soda combination with your spirits. Now, the reason for this is because the term press comes from a cocktail in the past called a whiskey Presbyterian, which is a combination of whiskey as well as soda and ginger ale back in the day, but it is also switched over and kind of evolved from ginger ale into lime soda. Another origin of the term press when you're ordering cocktails it comes from the religious sect that would abstain from alcohol. So when they were out and about, what they would do is make themselves a little mocktail by combining ginger ale with soda just to give it the appearance of a mixed drink and give themselves something new to sip on. So there you go. You have a little bit of the origin of one of the original mocktails and just a simple Presbyterian. Now, the reason why we've made pear whiskey press this week is because it is absolutely easy to make. It is quick, quick, quick. You have all the ingredients on hand. All you need is a little water, you know, go with something filtered. If you really want to make it nice and quick, you don't have to worry about mineral water. Add yourself a splash of simple syrup. We preferred to flavor ours with some pears simply because we had some pears on hand and it mixes quite well with our whiskey. So pear whiskey press, simple, quick and easy for us. So in this situation, when I say a pear whiskey press, I just mean a little water, a little simple syrup. And of course, you're going to have your preferred whiskey. Don't use anything too high shelf. This is a mixed cocktail and you have the water, obviously, watering it down. Now, don't you fret if you didn't quite catch the recipe. Well, obviously, you can rewind or you can check us out on our social media on Instagram at Thirstwell Problems. It'll be posted on there or you go to www.thirstwellproblems.ca and you're going to be seeing a little drink blog on there, a little drink recipe for you. As well, when we kick off season four, you're going to be seeing some drink videos on there. So you'll have everything you need to make some of these drinks that we've been talking about all season long. Now, you know, we're here to help you drink better. Make sure you're drinking responsibly and stay safe until we see you again in season four. Welcome to the Thirst World Problems podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall and his panel of experts, B, Bell and the infamous Doc. This is Bell coming at you from behind the mic on Thirst World Problems. It's freezing inside, but warm inside, and we've got some good conversation starting tonight. Did you just say it's freezing inside and it's warm inside? No, man. Freezing outside, warm inside, like a burger. Mm, I don't know, bro. Like, uh, it's pretty cold inside, too. It's pretty cold inside, bro. <laughs> Get yourself a nice little sweater, maybe put on a turtleneck, a scarf, shot of something to warm you What's up. What's everyone's heater set to? That's the real question. <laughs> 
Oh, how about you, Bill? I did have it up at 25, 25 and that's, a half, but I brought it down back down to 23. <laughs> I can't even believe that. that. Yeah, you got to have it sometimes, man. That's if you go to the beach, you the need worst, 25. One of my pet peeves is like if it's cold outside and someone just wakes up and they're just freezing. So for themselves, they'll put it to like 25 just to like get the heat up quickly so they're comfortable. But like everyone else is sleeping or something. Then you wake up just sweating. That's why I hate that, man. So at my house, it's literally 23. Doesn't matter what's the weather. It could be plus 25 out. It's got to be 23 inside the house. I don't understand it. It's like, yeah, it's like, really? it's like 23 is dude, pretty hot. If it's, it's, hot it's such a real. universal number in our house. I don't know why, but what is it? Room temps 21. I've went up to 22 and at times <laughs> I find that a bit too them. warm, man. So 23, 21 is too warm say. for you. 22, 22 is a bit too much for me at times. Right. That's so, crazy. But in the summer, you're, you're a maniac. That's what, that's what the world will call you. <laughs> Aren't you from like hot climate, like your people, man? <laughs> hey, man, it's true. If I'm outside, it's a different story. Inside your house, you shouldn't be. That's where you go to get a nice reprieve from the hot heat, man. You don't want it to be super warm. You don't want it to be 25 in your house and outside. You're just walking around in a bathing suit the whole time. Well, yeah, man. you got to be comfortable as much as you can. But <laughs> I guess not everyone's the same. Well, it's good to see you guys again. This might be the last episode we do over a, uh, you know, video call we're going to be going live not live but like we're going to be doing actual video you know it was a quick e-break you know pump fake yeah you know we're gonna start doing video some productions it'll be nice what are you guys uh what, what are you guys thoughts on doing this transition to video now it's gonna be good man there's gonna be a lot of new things to learn you know, lighting's going to be a big thing. Audio is going to be a big thing. And the nice thing is, uh, from the ideas that you guys have been throwing in and some things I've been thinking about too, what's going to be cool is is just how the set is, right? Like the set is going to be who we are over time. It's not going to be that to start, obviously, but over time, I'm sure we'll be adding our own things to it. And the viewers will see that on the, you know, be by the TV across in the room and whatnot. So it'll be pretty cool. It'll be maybe like a, you know, all of our personalities and stuff we like in there. So, uh, and that's what we're going to hit you guys with the conversations from. The studio is going to look different, which is nice. And then, you know, throughout the episode, we'll add a little, you know, flavor of what we like. I like that. What's the most, let's, let's put a list right now of the things that we can't do because it's always been done. Whoever gets like a building, whoever gets like a room or something, they always got to put those generic posters or whatever it is on those walls. I'll, I'll throw one out there. Somebody always has to have a Michael Jordan poster, no matter what. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. You could be selling, you could be selling phone chargers, cell phone cases. There's always going to be a Michael Jordan poster somewhere for some reason. <laughs> like that's motivation. I don't understand it, but. What's another thing that you guys see that we're not going to do? So no posters that we can agree on that, right? I don't know. I, I was thinking the posters are going to have a little slight spot, but if you guys are against it. I wouldn't do a poster. I'd probably do a frame. Does that go the same thing as a yeah. poster? A frame? Yeah. I'd probably there do. There you go. A little bit classier. A little bit classier. A little bit I'd probably classier. do, a, like, I don't know you guys. I say we do like a, like a B.I.G. post, like a frame or something. Something crazy like that. 
I do have a guy who's a really good artist who who loves to do hip hop, you know, like old school painting and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll see if he can do it for us and then throw it on there. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to do? I'd like to get us drawn into like one, a classic hip hop cover, just like the three of us, like, uh, like a boys, two men cover with our faces or something along those lines. I mean, that's a good or idea. you can do like that's the divide cover with like Suge Knight, Tupac, mm-hmm. Snoop, like that one. We all got black turtlenecks on. I think that'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be easier to do, actually. There we go. One done. thing. Done. Yeah. We got that. I got that. We got that going on right there. Done. There it's we go. Subtle. Let's stay away from neon lights. Yes. Like you always see those in every studio, every podcast studio I see online here has the neon lights and. It's just just too much right now, man. Oh, you're talking about Bezos here? <laughs> <laughs> just his name in the background. Yeah, he's got the neon sign saying he's open. Live, love, laugh in the back. Yo, that's a good one, man. Live, love, laugh, man. That's a, <laughs> that's a strong message, man, to all the strong, strong males out there. Live, love, laugh. You know, one thing that's exciting about moving towards video and something that we've been trying to do, but, you know, we always hit a few stumbling blocks, especially when it comes to editing. It's just being able to have a quicker turnout if something happens, like quick quick turnouts on a trade. J.J. Watt gets released, something along those lines, right? We can quickly come back, put something out quickly, and address a current event right away as it happens, interfering with our normal episodes and just getting that extra content out to listeners. True. I think, I think one of my favorite things that we're going to start doing is like uh, viral videos, you know, stuff that we see on an everyday basis. And, uh, you know, even plays, highlights, we're going to be doing so much more. And I think that's going to make things, I'm not going to say a lot more fun. The podcast is always fun, but I think it's going to make things a little bit more interesting. And uh, there's so many new things that we're going to do. Who knows? We might bring back some uh, hidden gems. <laughs> Bell's one of Bell's favorite hidden gems from like season one. So, who knows what we're gonna do, man? And uh, I think uh, I think I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Can't wait to start it. Can't wait to set things up and uh, and go from there, man. Like it's uh, you know, I think it's time to get to the next step here. Everyone's been waiting. I get asked all the time when are we gonna start doing videos. I said, do you realize there's such a thing called COVID? Then the conversation <laughs> ends right there. So. You know, it is what it is, but hey. And, and let us know on the website, right? We'd be dumb to think we know everything or how a room would look just with what we look up. There's been obviously way more things other people have seen. So let us know on the on the website. You know, drop us a comment on there in the mailbox and we'll for sure take it and, and look it up. And honestly, most likely it'll probably make its way through. I think the nice thing about it is it's actually going to make me actually do my beard and actually do my hair. You know what's crazy? Like two years ago when there was no pandemic, I used to be like on the ball with like hair, beard, you know. Bathing my, showers. My brows, stuff like that. <laughs> now I'm just like, you know what? I don't even care, dude. I had like my eyebrows literally looked like that dude from Tekken, the old dude. Like... It was literally so bad. I just didn't even care anymore. <laughs> like, I didn't even care anymore. That's sick. It makes a big difference, though, man. If you just do those small things, feel like you make better decisions. You're, I don't know, you're more on the ball in, in everyday life when you do those 100%. things. 100%. You do those small things, it makes your mental ability a lot more stronger, more confidence, 
more positive. It's a good thing. Classic saying, man. Classic saying, look good, feel good, play good, man. That's right. Don't look like Tekken. Look good, play good. And that doesn't mean having a big Nike headband <laughs> on for all you, you know, whoever's played basketball. Or shooting sleeve. Bro. Wear <laughs> no shooting sleeves on. That doesn't make you look good. Key word there was look good. It doesn't mean put on more stuff. Bro, my, my favorite is the shooting sleeve. And you're not even sh- like playing basketball. It's you could be having a shooting sleeve and you're like cutting the grass or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> was the grass going to follow you or something? Or like, what's going on here? So, you know, but uh, yeah, the video is going to be good, man. I'm excited. More to come. We're still Stay going tuned strong. for season four. And you know what? You know what? No- another thing I'm just going to throw out there. It's, uh, you know, we've Get seen another one. We've seen podcasts, collabs come and go, but we've been here for what? Four years now? Three years? Is it three years or four? Yeah, we're wrapping up our third year here. You're so. going into four. So, man, they usually say, like, you kind of give up year two. But, you know, we're in year four, going strong. It, it's a good dedication, man. It's uh, I know it's, I would applaud you two for doing an amazing job. That's probably the only time I'm ever going to, you know, give praise <laughs> to you guys. So, good job on that. Yeah, this is the first time I've gone there. I'm, I'm sure the bells fits the same. Guess what, mother- bell, so. Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> Guess what, motherfucker? It's going to be the last two, okay? <laughs> this week's Thirst World Problem has our listeners asking, what is one celebrity brand that you would like to get behind as far as spirits goes? We know there's a lot out there, a lot of people endorsing a lot of things, a lot of people coming up with their own brands, especially if you start taking a look at wine. But what's one celebrity alcohol that's hopped out and caught your attention? Good one. Celebrity alcohol. How many celebrity alcohols do you guys know? You got Virginia Black with Drake. You've got the classics, Ciroc. You've got... uh, What's that, Armandale or whatever it is? Bamboo. 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 Yeah, more of a sponsorship. You've got uh, some newer faces with uh, The Rock and Terramana. You've got... I think LeBron's got one now, too, right? LeBron's got a tequila. Yeah, there's a a few. Jordan's got a tequila. Proper 12. Oh, Jin. Jin. Ryan Reynolds, Canadian boy. Aviation. Aviation. So there's that Jin, too. Like, yeah, there's uh, quite a few. Quite a f- oh, <laughs> that's why you're leading me down that. That's why you're leading me down that question. He just pulled out a bottle of aviation, the big bottle too. What would you guys say about Hennessy in, in that? Because we know Hennessy is so synonymous with entertainment and you know hip hop, rap, just the entertainment scene. Like, could you say that that's kind of the artist's artist's alcohol or artist choice? Kind of when you think about it, that's what I think of. Then immediately, I don't think of anything else. When Bro, I think honestly. Alcohol changes in the entertainment business, especially in hip hop. It changes throughout the years. I think every ten years, it changes, man. Like what? Alize. Yeah, Alize, Ciroc. Through the years, you had Goose. You even had Crown at one point. You had, you know, Ace of Spades. People are just, Ace of Spades. Right? Yeah. People. But Hennessy has stayed the course a bit, though. Is what think, I'm kind of saying. Like it yeah, hasn't see, went the away. The thing is, I think with Hennessy, it's not. Hennessy, I feel like it's kind of like, it's not as an upper scale drink as it used to be. You know what I mean? I think it's more Mm. in the level of like, you getting crown now, you getting, you know, you're just your average vodka, stuff like that. It's it's not there. Well, quality wise, Hennessy's never been, you know, like I know some people are, oh, let's get the Hennessy or 
like you look up, I, I think I've mentioned this before is that like you, you look up any top like 20 Hennessy or, you know, Cognac list. Hennessy's no. not on there. So like people don't like hearing that, yeah. but it's yeah. well, what it is. is like truth, you said, right? it's that name recognition. It's like one of the first drinks, more expensive drinks that you move on to because everyone knows it. Like you said, young people gravitate towards it. You're right. It's in the hip hop culture. Hennessy is there. And that's why a lot of people are like, yo, what are we going to grab? I grab the bottle of Hennessy, right? So that's what really sticks out. But as far as celebrity alcohol goes, what is your poison there, Nick Dougal? Sorry, say that again? What, for alcohol? For celebrity? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm torn between two. Aviation's so good since I'm a gin guy. Aviation is fantastic. Who is Aviation? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Um... Man, B hates Deadpool. That's crazy. That's a Canadian boy, man. The other one, the the other one's hey, actually man. proper, uh, proper twelve. Proper. Who owns it? Uh, Conor McGregor owns it, which is really good, actually. It's it's it's. I didn't think it was gonna be good, but it's actually pretty good. So uh, whiskey, I'm guessing. It, does it stay good if he keeps losing? Does it stay oh, yeah. good if he keeps losing? Does it stay good? Hey, does it age well? Is what B saying, <laughs> bro? He's making. Is it going to be on the shelf in a year? You can oh, knock God, out a man. bottle in 10 seconds flat, man. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Let's get back to it. B, celebrity alcohol that you'd like to get behind here, man. Gotta go with the Ciroc, man, to be honest. I do like Lil Wayne's Bamboo. I tried it just a couple times. I really like the bottle. I don't know if you guys have seen that bottle. Oh, I got two upstairs, it looks like a, It's It's really nice. I think your place was probably when I saw it like up close more, to be honest. Um, doesn't it, does it have a cork yeah. in it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really nice bottle. So, um, I do like that, but it's, it's hard to, if you're going to say celebrity alcohol, it's hard to go against Ciroc to be honest. Right. So that's probably the biggest celebrity alcohol of all time. Right. And they've got so many interesting flavors and the fact that they do a few different special editions that, that that's neat. It keeps it interesting and it keeps you trying new things. So I don't mind that choice at Nick, all. Is that the biggest? Is Ciroc the biggest celebrity alcohol of all time? Numbers-wise, oh, yeah. it's got to be, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't oh, think yeah. anything else. Yeah. There's one that uh, Derek Jeter is behind that I find kind of interesting. It's now uh, it's pretty much a startup right now. They've got a few things out. It's called Bespoke Spirits. So basically what this is, it's kind of like flash-forward uh, aging. So they're trying to use some technology to age these whiskeys, and I think rums as well. A little bit quicker than normal but because they're aging it where it only takes like a week's time i think they're saying instead of having it in a barrel for four to five years they're doing it in the same time in about a week and they're saying that it's on par with these aged spirits but they just can't get the technical part of it or the technical labeling of it as aged whiskey so that's why they're just considering it a spirit but apparently it's right on par yeah. with some of these long aged whiskeys and rum so i'm interested to get my hands on a bottle to see how they actually hold up but it's a neat concept yeah yeah i'd like to try it and there you go there's a few different uh, spirits that you can uh, try if you haven't already there's some celebrity endorsements that you know here at thirst world problems we like to get behind and who knows maybe season four season five will uh, land a major sponsor we'll gladly get behind any of those especially the tossing bottles this way you sound so desperate man desperate for a drink i've been in yeah. quarantine for so damn long man what? Like, You're desperate for a drink in quarantine? Why don't you not just drink 
while you were in quarantine at home. <laughs> no, man, just been doing uh, push-ups and calisthenics over here. So calisthenics, eh? Yo. All right, Grand Patron Bordeaux annual te- tequila, seven hundred dollars, man. <laughs> you can't even get the rocks tequila here. Yeah, there's tons that we can't get right now, especially. Yeah, you can't even get that. Terramana. There's a lot of reviews actually out for that right now. I don't know if you just released another version. I don't want to say flavor, but another version or something because there's a lot of uh, reviews online right now. It's like a forty dollar bottle. Eh? Yeah, it's not bad. Jordan's is uh, eighty. So say what? All right, folks. So. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? That's sick, though. I like that. You're supposed though. to go with it. Is that what you always I, tell me? I like that. I like I that. Just go with it. I, I, like I am with it. I'm just. What just happened? I thought your hemorrhoids uh, kicked in. <laughs> Say what moment of the week? What popped out at you? What caught your attention? What is going on? That people need to hear about that caught you by surprise, caught you off guard. Let's go to B. Holy shit. That's a say what moment right there. Is that eight liters of water? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Fuck. That's getting finished across seven days out there. <laughs> For me, honestly, I've noticed how many people just, I don't want to sound mean or rude to this, but like a lot of people just, I know consumerism is a big thing in today's world, but. A lot of people buy a lot of things, man, that they don't need it. I've kind of been noticing this in the past year, obviously, with, you know, COVID and stuff. And there's a lot of people just treat money kind of like it's it's just nothing. Like, not a lot of people have a lot of savings, right? Not a lot of people think about where their money goes. Like, the in the U.S., 65 or 70% of households don't even have enough to cover a $600 emergency, man. $600, dude. Think about that. Like, unbelievable. So no one really, you know, knows how to really invest their money. And, you know, obviously all this stuff has popped up, like these fads of quick, get rich quick in the markets and blah, blah, blah. But that's not that's not how you make Diamond money strong over hands. the long Diamond term. Diamond strong right? hands. Yeah, like that's not how you make money over the long term. And eventually those people are going to, come back and it's going to be another thing where they go 10 times heavier and they lose everything. You know what I mean? So, but that's another thing people I have noticed there, a lot of our community, man, is not good with money. Like they don't pay themselves first. They, they pay someone else first, man, right? They get their paycheck and they have immediate liabilities on all these clothes that they bought before. Nothing actually goes, their work doesn't benefit their life. A lot of the time, it's just, what can I buy? What can I, and I get it, right? Obviously, you know, we all like having, you know, nice basketball shoes or, you know, nice sweater or whatever it may be here and there. But I think we're, from what I know of you guys, like you're pretty good with, with saving money and, you know, having a little bit to go spend and splurge here, but you have those priorities down. And I don't know if it's just the younger generation, but I feel like more and more people, all that matters is like, what are you kind of wearing or even if you have zero in the bank, like what's on your feet, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, that's what I've been noticing more than anything. A lot of, a lot of people want to be that rich broke, right? You're, you want to, you know, you want to show off. You want to show off what you got, but really deep down, you don't really have much. Like there's so many questionable things that, you know, 
and that and that's the thing when 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 you're on social media, you see all these people flexing on stuff that are not necessary. Like, um, like the other day, I was on IG and I, some guy was flexing on like two hundred forty dollar pair of underwear. And he bought like seven of them. <laughs> he bought seven of them. He's like, yo, he just he just started stacking up. I was like, okay, like, well, is this something that people do now? Like, oh, you know, it's just, I think end of the day, it's just it's just showing like, hey, I got money, but really, do you got money when you're spending it that much? It's, yeah, I think I think it's more of just a younger generation going forward. Don't get me wrong. When you're at that age, we all want to spend stuff like. Right, yeah, Every, yeah. everyone's gonna do it. Right? I never wanted to buy like six hundred dollar pair of Yeezys. You know what I mean? Like, I never wanted to do any of that stuff. I yeah. just felt like it was just stupid overall. Like, you know, it just made no sense. What's what's so significant about these that you know that uh, that I re- that I really need? You know, I just I just never understood them. I think the internet fuels it a lot, right? The internet fuels it a lot. Celebrities honestly fuel it. I think a lot of it comes from comes from privilege too, right? And like what you've seen and how you came up. Like we came up for the most part, like watching our parents struggle, either coming to a to a new country or in, and working all the time, or you know just not having a bunch of disposable income. So a lot of, when we say younger generations, we see a lot of younger people having living at home longer, right? Having access to different things that you know either from their older siblings or from their parents, and not having set bills to to really put it towards so when those bills start coming in that's when you see be where like people don't have that money from to pay for those extra expenses because they were never used to having to save up for different things right so the disposable income is now all fixed and caught up and now if anything happens like yo well uh didn't have to worry about this kind of stuff before so I mean, we're pretty privileged, too, to have some decent jobs that we have that extra money that we can start to save. And like you said, pay yourself first. But see, Bell, that's not the thing, though, is that you're a great point, everything you said. But I've even like noticed some people who have stable jobs and stuff. It's just the money that comes in for the stable jobs is all just on just random stuff man like (laughs) that's what i'm more talking about is obviously on social media we get stuck in these algorithm bubbles and we only see what we look for and blah 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 blah, right so maybe that kind of contributes to it too b you made a solid point there i think one thing that you can take away is a lot of these people's community their circle may feel like it's really big but in reality it's pretty tiny man right so you're flexing you're doing all this for what maybe 20 people that you know when you're young you're gonna know quite a few people right <laughs> you know what i mean maybe you're doing it for 20 people that's, you know what i mean be? like does that make sense yeah i know what you're saying and, and there's differences right if if you have actual money and you know you have all this stuff and you know you got a lot of banked and you're building that up but you're still you know you want to cool that that makes sense but if the hidden money isn't there and all the money is just like what people can see and you're wearing your whole net worth, it's it's sometimes it can even be embarrassing, man, to be honest. You well, know there's I mean? a reason why, like, they, it's, I don't know if you guys ever see memes of, like, people like Bill Gates and, like, Clippers owner and stuff. Like, they just wear, like, you know, $10 polos and khakis and stuff, but, like, their net yeah. worth is disgusting. And then you see some random, like, <laughs> you know, little yachty, with the, uh, you know, with the diamond on the forehead. You know what Uzi I mean? Vert, baby. Uzi Vert. Oh, sorry, $24 Uzi, my bad. My bad. Yeah, Uzi with the 24 mil. Head. Yeah, stuck on his head and like, you know, just stuff like that. It's just like, 
there's there's two different things. It's just a these guys never had the money before. So now that you have money, they want to yeah. do things that like they've never dreamed of doing. And I get it, but I mean, I think it got it gets to a point where they need they need people telling them, "Hey man, like this is this is stupid, right?" Um, Bro, don't say you get it. Don't say yeah. you get. It. There's no way you get no, that no, guy no. sticking a no, fucking no, diamond you, in his no, head. No, yeah, and, and no, keep no, in mind, no, Lil Uzi Vert no, no. actually he has actual he has actual millions, right? So that's I have to categorize well, I'm that. I'm gonna stop you right there. So you gotta realize a lot of these guys have no money. So when you get a mill, when you get two mil, three mil, right? It's like NFL players. Once they get that money, they want to buy stuff that they never got. So you know, for him, he just wants to be, he just wants to be attention, right? cool, let's put a 24 mil diamond on my forehead. So, you know, he wants to be vision, right? So <laughs> that guy told, that guy told fat Joe that he got it put in his head because he was going to get, he bought it to put on a ring. He's like, yo, just the life I live, I'll lose my ring. So I got to put this somewhere. I'll never lose it. <laughs> this fucking head. This is the guy that you be wants to defend. Well, it, gets, it gets to a point where it's ridiculous like that. Right. So, <laughs> what do you mean I want to defend him? Well, that's your boy, man. So no, you know, Uzi's got the money, you You're know. Uh. Well, well, no, but what I'm I'm not saying he's got the money. I'm saying he's a little bit different because he does have millions. It, it's not like you're making 30K and then you're spending, you know, 50% on the outfit. That's yeah. what I'm more, I'm more talking about our people like in, you know, the average income earner more than like rich people like Kendall Jenner or you know the Kardashians or something it doesn't matter what they buy because like those are the people giving it to us to oh you should go buy this yeah. you know what I mean those are the people that are making us go and buy that but so they don't matter in that matter half the stuff they get for free so they can yeah. show it off my, my rule mean? is if, if, if you're on CERB <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my five thousand dollar diamond put in listen, his forehead. <laughs> listen, man, if you're on CERB, there's no way you should be flexing on anything. Let's put it this way. Okay. I don't even want to see you on skip if you're on CERB. With that money, you should be using it as an emergency. You should not be flexing. You should not be flexing. You should not be using it for, you know, use it for your necessities, right? But if you're just if you're on CERB and then and then you buy some, you know. Something really ridiculous like uh, air mags or something, bro. I, I, to me, that doesn't even make sense. Like, you, I, I don't have respect for you. Like, you're buying something that you never thought you can get, but all of a sudden, you think you can get it, right? So it's, yeah, man. Fair enough. I and, and and we're not going at anyone to be you know rude or anything like that. And and people can get mad about you know, getting called out for things that you really should be paying more attention to. That's fine if you want to get upset about it or whatever, but it's, it, it might be good for if someone's listening and they're, is getting upset or, oh yeah, you know, like I don't do that or man, that's, this is a life lesson. You know what I mean? Let's put for it that free, way. man. Not even so, going to charge. Now, speaking of money, <laughs> not even gonna charge. <laughs> nice five. I'll take five bucks for that. Speaking of money, one of the things that uh, popped out to me, there's two of them here, real quick. One of the the first ones that popped out was the streaker, Yuri Andre Day. Well, you guys remember the Super Bowl streaker? Bet 50K on himself that there would be a streaker at the Super Bowl. 
50k end up that's pay him uh 375k so the payout was huge was huge the problem was and it followed up the story a few days later the problem was because he started talking about it so much people started to investigate it a bit more a bit more apparently he booked on uh, like he bet his bet on this off book site bavada and you're not allowed to like, you know, all the rules start to come in. And because he just kept talking about it, the investigation happened or he would have been gotten away of it. He got his friends to bet low increments of money that there would be a streaker because some a lot of the top books don't take it. And then he kept talking about it. So they did some research to find what it was. So dude's not even getting the payout from <laughs> from this. From no the Super Bowl, but Yeah. Just because he couldn't keep his what? mouth shut about it, and they started to look into it, and that breaks some of the rules. Bro, I told because, you. Yeah, you. Yo, I said that. I said that in the group chat. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, man, somehow if he's getting money by doing it, wouldn't a lot of people do that? There's got to be some rule. The There's got to be some rule be where he's breaking it. You're lo- well, that's just it. He was close. He was close, but he couldn't shut his own mouth, man. Yeah. And that's that's the kicker. Maybe, so, maybe, uh, maybe he told his friends, and his friends like word of mouth, right? He was doing interviews about it. No, he was doing interviews about it, taking pictures. After you finally get it, to get a huge payoff, and you just can't keep your mouth shut about it, man. But I thought it was a cool story at first, and then it was just turned into like one of those tragic comedies. Just hilarious. Glad it wasn't me. The other thing that caught my attention that I wanted to talk to you guys about, and I'm sure you guys seen this because I think I sent it to the chat. Chappelle getting paid. So Comedy Central agreed to give Chappelle back his name, so the rights to his name, and they paid him for the Chappelle show. Right. So now that they're streaming it, yeah. So now he can go out and he can make another Chappelle show if he wants. He has the freedom now to do what he wants with that name. Comedy Central came and gave him the money back pay, I guess what it is, or part of the streaming rights going forward. And he was saying it was a younger guy that came in. The CEO was a younger guy that came in and kind of respected some of that stuff. So he was linking it back to a few other things. And I'm like, that's a cool story. But it's probably just because you're Dave Chappelle that you were able to kind of pull this kind of weight. I don't know if this is going to trickle down and mean something for other comics or other creatives coming forward. I just kind of wanted to hear what you guys thought about uh, Comedy Central and this whole Chappelle fallout. Bro. You know, I'm Dave Chappelle's like my favorite comedian of all time. But all I'm gonna say is Dave Chappelle literally has everyone by the hand here. Okay, this guy's got so much money where he doesn't even need Chappelle show. Okay, he literally told everyone to boycott it <laughs> because he wasn't getting paid. Dude, how much do you think he's gonna get paid from Chappelle show? The streams, realistically. I, I don't know, five mil, five okay. ten. I don't know. What's five ten mil to him? There you go. Is it anything? Probably not. That's like that's like five hundred bucks for him. Is that a big deal for him? Probably not. He literally just told everyone boycott it until I get paid. And people are like, yeah. Imagine you saying that. Hey man, don't talk to this guy until he pays me. Some half of us are gonna go, man, shut up, man. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> the fact that Dave Chappelle got literally everyone. To say boycott this so I can get paid. A guy who makes two hundred million dollars a year, pretty much, so I can get paid. He makes he that makes much money. Disgusting amounts of money. Do you think? I wouldn't even say. I wouldn't even say you would, like. If I had to guess, I wouldn't even say fifty million a year. That's crazy. Think about That's the specials he's done. He gets paid yeah twenty per special. 
Holy shit, what the... I didn't even think that was in the realm of what comedians get paid, I'll be well, honest I think for him, especially getting his name back, seems to be the main thing for him because now allows him to do a lot more is it, is it than the, he was able to do before. Is it, well, is it, it was really? a, See, that's what's interesting about Why this to me is so because... Long? Well, that's that's a Comedy Central discussion, no, right? They no, thought they could steamroll them. It only them. happened when Netflix was like, hey, Comedy Central, can I get Chappelle show on Netflix? Oh, hey, now Chappelle came out of nowhere. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get this now. He could have done that years ago, man, right? See, I, well, he didn't have the leverage, right? Because Comedy Central doesn't care about streaming it on their own networks. I guess they're owned on CBS. What's CBS streaming site? You need to be on the major streamers in order to get that money, right? CBS has so their ne- own streaming site. It's called Paris. Yeah, but did you who not, watches it? Did you not watch the Super Bowl when it was played like every five seconds? <laughs> the point is exactly who, who's streaming on that. So they wanted on Netflix 100%, and Chappelle had the leverage to basically be like, kill their streams. If they didn't uh, come into this, all I'm saying is Chappelle literally got everyone by the hand by boycotting it so he can make extra money for someone who probably doesn't even need it. That's all I'm saying. If it was anyone else, and again, I love Dave Chappelle, but the way I'm looking at it is if it was anyone else, they would have been like, this guy's selfish. That's the thing. I don't think that you're wrong about that. And the one thing that I did enjoy was the fact that he basically said that in his. I forget what he, our redemption song uh, special that I, I don't know was special. It was like 10 minutes of uh, him telling the story. Right. But what he was saying was the power really lies in the end consumer. He's telling this to the crowd. He said, I couldn't have done this if it wasn't for you. I didn't go to the CEOs at comedy central. It wasn't them that I had to negotiate with. I had to ask you guys to give me a hand in order to get my name back. And you're right. Like, he didn't even focus on the money. He kept saying, like, get my name back, like, my rights to my name. Like, that was his main thing. Now, the question really is, is it just a personal issue that he had with that? Or is he actually going to do something now with that? Like, that's what I'm interested in to see. And is that thing going to be something that continues to thank the, the, the fans and speak to the people that he got to boycott, that he got to turn around and do all of this for him. And the fact is, if Chappelle, a comedian, can get people to boycott and do silly things just in order to like... How's that silly though? Well, I say silly in the terms of stop watching Chappelle's show. Okay? Like at the end of the day, watching yeah, a TV that, show... Is that silly or are you using the power of your platform? Well, I get that. But what I'm saying at the end of the day is just stop watching a TV show. Like imagine now if it was bringing attention to a major situation... That's all I meant by silly in the grand scheme of things like TV is whatever, right? Like, or video games or sports. Do you know what I mean? Where if you get now, if he has that kind of power to get him to stop doing that, what else could he lend his voice towards? Not that he hasn't lent it to some interesting causes already. Agreed. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Thirst World Pod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.